Hello and welcome to This Dummy, the podcast about dumb things, fun things, and another thing. I'm your host, David Clark, and this week, Jacob and I go to Red Lobster to discuss black history, black excellence, and black panthers. Slay trick, or you get eliminated. Hey. Hello. Is it working? It's on. Okay, great. Okay, do you have an EpiPen or something? <laughs> or some, like, uh, Benadryl? Are you experiencing anaphylaxis? Uh, yeah, I absolutely am. I, I'm experiencing the shock because I've been stung a hundred million times by the Queen Bee. Yeah, and I'm was, hyperventilating. There was a swarm this weekend. It really... I, can you give me a beekeeper suit or something? Because I'm I'm just overwhelmed. Somebody threw a rock at the hive. <laughs> yeah, so, like Pooh Bear tried to get the honey and they weren't having it, and just got to stinging. It's my girl all over again. Poor Thomas oh, J. Boy. Oh man. So where I mean, do we begin? Where do we start? I think so, we just start from the top. Okay. Timeline making a murder okay it was three thirty-seven p.m on saturday i checked facebook and someone posted a buzzfeed article that announced that beyonce had released a video and i promptly went over there and got to watching did you believe it did i didn't be- believe it that's the thing I, I was a little bit like mm, no this is gonna be another like listicle and i'm gonna be really upset about it this isn't real but, but i'm I- gonna go check I'm just going to check it out. And it was real. It was it was more than real. It, it was really real. I mean, well, I think, I mean, she's just given us so much this weekend. It's just overwhelming. It was a lot. Um, yeah. It was so much. Okay, she gave, not only did she give us a new song, she gave us a video. And not only just a video, but a fully locked and loaded with visuals and choreography and looks and dancing and blue ivy and messaging and messages hashtag slayed yeah that that was it that was yeah cue the music y'all haters corny with that illuminati mess paparazzi catch my fly and my cocky fresh I'm so reckless when I rock my Givenchy dress. I'm so possessive, so I rock his rock necklaces. My daddy Alabama, mama Louisiana. You mix that Negro with that Creole, make a Texas Bama. So should we just start talking? Should we just go? I think so this, I mean, basically everything's basically blown out of the water for in terms of like what we're covering, because I feel like this is just going to be a a Beyonce all day, all the time episode. It's all Beyonce business. Maybe we can get to uh, Sarah Paulson's um, (laughs) wig on american crime story the people versus oj simpson but it's on the docket just, down the line if there's time it's right yeah 
All right, so uh, the song formation. Give me your thoughts. What do you think? You know, I got to say, you shot me the text, told me to get to the internet. I ran as fast as I could. New song, new video. I got to say, it really, like, literally gave me life. And I usually, it really? it, it, I usually don't care for that kind of hysterical overstatement, but that's exactly what happened. I mean, it really blew my socks off. And, you know, <laughs> we've been talking about it for a while. And we're like, listen, she's really got to come with it this time. Yeah. Because the last time, the execution of the album, while it was a surprise, there were some missteps. She gave it to us. She this really was did. like a perfectly timed and calculated effort on her part. And it's, I'm, it's phenomenal. Phenomenal. Huge payoff. The video is excellent. And I feel like 2016 so far has been a really tough year in terms of all these like recent rock star deaths we've had. We lost David Bowie. We lost Natalie Cole. We had the tragedy of Rihanna's recent album release. Ciara's career has been on life support for a long time now. Yeah, She's no like, one's been giving us much anything. life when it comes to, t- comes to the music scene right now. And then here she comes, right time, right moment, and it's like a jolt. It's like, oh yeah, it doesn't have to be terrible. It's Black History Month, it's a leap year, let's celebrate. Here's right. a new Beyonce video. I mean, this, this song, this video is like black history month all in one shot like it's just like she gave us all the black history we've ever needed and ever wanted in a four minute clip and that it's it's great it's great it's it's a call and also you know it's it's so loaded even just lyrically speaking uh with so there's so much to unpack right now i don't even know where to start but uh this is really a song about being black and being proud i mean this is like this is like james brown's I'm black and I'm proud for 2016 and beyond. Yeah. This is Khaleesi's bossy on steroids. <laughs> yeah, it is. Shout out Khalees. Shout out Khalees. Yeah. Although I do have to say that I kind of got punked. I got like good old fashioned punked when you rang the alarm and told me there was a, there was a new Beyonce video on to get to the internet. And I went to YouTube where they had what looked like uh, like a Vivo sanctioned post of formation, but the song was actually a demo, I think, from last year of a song called Happiness Silent Treatment. Have you heard this? No. I thought that was good, too. It was kind of like a Lose My Breath, Run the World 2.0. But the (laughs) people were really shredding it in the comments section, so I knew that wasn't it. Like, people were heated, and they eventually took it down. Okay. Yeah, but the actual formation is great. It's it's a true black power anthem. It really is. It really is. And and, and in this climate of today, it is just what I needed. Mm Mm-hmm. Celebrate mm-hmm. that baby's afro. Celebrate right. your Jackson Five nose. Black That's lives right. Give matter. Me the Jackson Five nostrils. All of that, and I Take love. Take me to Red Lobster and, and give me a Red Lobster. Red Lobster. And put the hot sauce in your bag because you know I'm going to put it up on the biscuit. That's right. I love that Red Lobster actually responded. Through. I really love that they did too. They they responded. Cheddar Bay B E Y biscuits has a nice ring to it. Sure does. Yeah. I mean, because no one's been thinking about Red Lobster in... Well, no, I have. No, I have. Because yeah. I've been there recently. You mapped and them out. You, have it, you starred them you on have Yelp. It, you, yeah, that's a damn shame if you haven't. But that Fisherman's Feast is a good old time. 
Listen, they don't have them in Los Angeles. You have to go to like West Coconut for that. I don't believe they don't have Walmarts and they don't have Red Lobsters in Los Angeles. You got to go like a to zoning the issue. It's, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> Hipsters won't have them in their neighborhoods. Well, they better think twice about that next Starbucks. Yeah, and consider going for the feast. It's real good. Real good. I just really couldn't um, believe it. What's your What's your favorite part of the video? What was What were your highlights? Oh man, I mean, there's just so many. I mean, I feel like there's just so many good parts about it. I mean, the opening part when she's just sitting on the police cruiser, which is submerged in the water, referencing you know Katrina. I thought that was amazing. That's she amazing. Wearing... I've got to say, I mean, better late than never. Ten years late though on the Katrina front. Which is yeah, a but you know what? It's still needs to be talked about because you know. New Orleans is still recovering from Katrina, even now. So better late than never, for sure. Okay. All right, that's um, fair. That's true. Let's talk about it. I think we should be talking about it more, and I hope. I think that this video hopefully will will bring more attention to that fact. Um, but I mean, she was in this. I mean, she. I, I call this look her like combat librarian look because she had like you know her buttoned up collar. The dress was Gucci, by the way. Um, you know, just very um, fresh-faced and just hair in a messy bun. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. Um, what about you? What 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 were some of your favorite? Uh, I was mesmerized. I think for like the first thirty seconds, just like I can't believe this is a new video. It the just the imagery of her sitting on that police cruiser submerged in water, mm-hmm. and it, it, but then when she started popping in the hallway. In that red oh, jumpsuit. Yeah. When she started popping and locking in grandma's uh, Bayou Maison hallway. Yeah. I mean, and then she had like a crown of braids on top of her head. It was this kind of like hip hop lederhosen. Yes. Bodysuit yes. that she was rocking. Yep. Yep. And strategically placed stick, you know, double sided stick tape. I mean, I, I really was, that's when, you know, the anaphylactic shock really took over. That's what I got to. Oh, I always have to give it to Beyonce because she takes the time to learn some steps. She will give you some steps. And, you know, the thing, okay, so the thing about this song formation, too, is that it still really falls in line with this kind of experimental hip hop, kind of like more grimy ratchet sound that she's working with. Right. You know, and it's not like you're, this is not a single ladies anthem. This is not kind of like a, a pop confection. This is got like a gothic kind of dark beat to it. But yet and still, she's still boom catting and one, two, three and popping it, you know? Right. Which she's like, if you can't find loved. the beat, let me show you. This is how it's supposed yeah. to go. It's a this little, it's it like the next, the follow up to Flawless kind of. Exactly. And like I said, too, I mean, it's still kind of going on this path, which I'm glad she's still continued on uh, on this path because it, it re- this song really sounds like a f- like what the Beyonce album it's like a fully realized idea of, of of like what she was really kind of trying to go for with that album you know what i mean yeah so kudos to her for for doing that and 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 sticking to her guns with that because i think a lot of people were kind of jarred by the Beyonce album because it wasn't kind of it didn't have that single ladies kind of feel to that, to, to the, to any of the tracks really, you know? Right. Um, but I'm here for it. Me I'm too. Here for and it. I like that. She's like, you know what? We're not doing that right now. Here's where we are. 
get into right. it. This is where we are. This is what we're doing. She's setting she's setting the the pace for for everybody else. Do you remember uh, when Destiny's Child performed uh, Soldier on 106 in Park and Michelle fell down? Of course I do. I've watched that YouTube video Daily. five million times. Like. <laughs> Just to see like what exactly happened, I was like, was there a shoelace when tied? Maybe there was a banana peel. Right. Or maybe there was a step on the stage that was a loose. Nothing. I couldn't find it. There's like, nothing. Like, did like, someone sabotage her heel? Did they, like, saw some... halfway through it and then it gave out when she took her first step? What right, happened? Was like, what was, like, Wiley Coyote, like, you know, like, you know, uh, using one of those, like, hacksaws and cutting a circle, like, underneath the stage and she fell through it? Like, right. what happened? She falls down. Beyonce and Kelly step right over her and keep on dancing. I feel like that's what happened to Rihanna. She fell through. She, she fell, fell through down. And then here comes Beyonce, stepped right over her and kept on dancing. They stepped yeah, over Michelle did. because it's like they knew her verse wasn't until the end and she would be fine and she'd probably be back up and back on her feet by the time her verse came up. I feel like this is exactly what happened to Rihanna. She'll be fine in the long run. But this weird yeah. misstep, anti, I feel like was kind of a, a weird, funky failure with a weak lead single. Yeah. And I mean, like, you know, a lot of people on are saying, oh, yeah, Beyonce hates Rihanna and this is this is her revenge. But I think that Rihanna was just a casualty of just, you know, too many um missteps on on the launch of the album and you know there came a point where she had to release it and unfortunately it kind of has gotten sucked up into this Beyonce formation uh media storm and no one's going to be listening to work next week no at all and she tried no. so hard to avoid the Adele tidal wave that she did right consider the beyonce earthquake i mean they're all team title this should have been talking right Hmm. they but i mean the thing is is that jay-z is going to make money either way right so he's like okay fine doesn't matter um but yeah back to the video i mean because there's so much to talk about there's so there's so many things happening in this that we got to unpack it we got to unpack it we were in the hallway i think the next scene that comes up is she's She's giving us um, like S and M Mary Poppins in that mm-hmm. like that white gown, and she's and a little parasol. at the waist. Yeah, and she's got the parasol. I mean, that was that was an incredible look. And then I think we get another glimpse of Blue Ivy again. Blue I mean, Ivy the- reforming Destiny's Child. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Although she was already she's already the star. Yeah, of she's course. Like, yeah. Um. Yeah, it's like Girls' Time Part Two. Here we are. <laughs> I bet you they're dropping their album tomorrow, actually. Probably, probably. I mean, the way this media storm has, you know, kind of been executed, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know if I can take much more, though. Blue Ivy probably I mean, masterminded you... this whole thing. <laughs> She's probably the brains behind the whole operation. Mm-hmm. I will say again, I, I don't know if she has a deal with Gucci, but then when they were in the pool, okay, we have to talk about, there's so many things. Okay, going back, she's in the car. She's yeah. rolling out. Mm-hmm. She's got her DC circa 1999 micro braids in. They're about seven feet long. <laughs> She's not worried at all about those extensions getting caught up in the undercarriage of that car. No, she's unbothered. She's rocking an amazing fur coat and just not caring. She's on her way to Red Lobster. She's probably going into Red Lobster. Who's driving? Who who's driving that car? Is it that was Solange? Solange? It's got to be Solange. 
I think it might have been Solange. Yeah. Yeah. And she's just riding shotgun. Right. I feel like Solange can handle a getaway car. Yeah. Yeah. She definitely. Yeah. Because we've seen her, what she can do in the elevator. I only can imagine what she does can do behind the wheel. Yeah. She's a good confidence woman, I'm sure. Um, the choreography in the gym. She's yeah. Got- so the gym, they're all in like custom made Gucci body suits. I mean, Gucci's really back on their come up. When Tom Ford left, there was a couple of seasons where it was a little bit unfortunate but i think they're back on their grind and beyonce's wore like a a gazillion different gucci looks from their from their spring from their spring 2016 line so she she's on board yeah and it's smart it's smart for gucci it's smart for beyonce it's a good synergy yeah i want a gucci bodysuit see yeah i'm sorry i've already got mine i went to net-a-porte and and ordered mine I went to Marshall's and tried to get an, an irregular version knockoff. <laughs> you got you got a, a Plucci a Plucci bodysuit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, just back to the the commentary and like just the the politics of the video. You know, we have uh, the shots where um, we have the young boy who's in in the black hoodie and the police officers. And then the image of the graffiti saying, please stop shooting us. Yeah. It's just really, this is definitely a call to action. And wow, wow, I'm just blown away by it. I'm blown away by it because, you know, Beyonce usually isn't that um, vocal. Well, she generally isn't that vocal of a person, you know. Right. Just, no, well, no, certainly not in an interview. But, uh, you know, in this in this piece, she's really, you know, she's really making her voice known. And here's the thing. A lot of people complain about her and her interviews. And she's, like, not as, you know, she doesn't say, like, many deep things. Or she doesn't, you know, she, you know, has her southern drawl. But you know what? She is who she is. And I think that's actually kind of nice. Because it it separates her from the performer. Like, she doesn't have to be Sasha Fierce all the time. And she doesn't have to go on like and give me like a a full like diatribe about something you know what i mean right like i like her just the way she is and she speaks through her she speaks through her music and 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 through her her videos yeah and and this is just you know and she had kind of a, a strong feminist message pretty much her entire career going all the way back to destiny's child she's mm-hmm. always been on that feminism kick uh this I just think is an expansion of sort of her political messaging. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I love that it's so it's such a big commercial event. She debuted this v- new song and video over the weekend. People are obsessing about it. Got like thirteen trending hashtags associated with it, and then she performs mm-hmm. it out of nowhere at the Super Bowl. Like it's yeah. hugely commercial and, she- and yet completely anti-commercial. Right. So then she comes to the Super Bowl and she does it. And it's shocking because of of her entire repertoire of songs, Formation probably is like the least Super Bowl friendly of them all. Right. But she did it. Yeah. And she said, you mix that Negro with that Creole and get that Texas Bama. And then she and she and the Angela, the Angela Davis backup dancers. The Angela Davis dancers. I also just ordered a, a, a black beret on Amazon as well to go with the bodysuit. Did you get I'm your on, ticket to Chirac? <laughs> Did you do that? I should, I, I should just sign up for that too. Oh, I'm going to wait but, for the uh, red box. 
I mean, it was just incredible. You know, and like I was a little bit, again, wasn't really sure what to expect during the Super Bowl. You know, she has that song with Coldplay. I was like, well, how is this going to work? She drops the video in the song. Is she going to sing the Coldplay song and then go into formation? Like, how Right, that's what work? I was she thinking. Just, she's like, I'm here to do my new single. Yeah. And that's it. And try to cut the commercial. Yeah. No way. And so then she goes on. She gets into formation. She goes into an intense dance battle with Bruno Mars. Oh, okay. And then we cut to commercial, and she announces a world tour. I mean, right. it was a one, two, three, four punch of yeah. Beyonce this weekend, and I'm knocked out. Right. Done. 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 Now, is this all the result of her new management team, or was well, this right. the last act of her of the outgoing managing team? Uh, I think this was probably a group effort on new and the old, but I would probably give most credit to the new management team on this one. Right. Because she, I mean, she basically cleaned house. That's what they're yeah. saying. She fired yeah. everybody. She fired her manager five years. She fired her cousin. She canceled Kelly and Michelle's 401k. Like, she canceled everything. Right. No one's got dental insurance anymore. Nope. So Here's your well, Cobra should, papers. I hope they got that root canal. Before she handed them those papers. They had plenty of time. They're done. But I thought I caught Michelle in one of those Angela Davis wigs. She might have been the out back. there. She might she have might been, been there. Yeah. Was, one of, was one of them struggling with the choreo? Because that was Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> Did she, she wobble and fall down? <laughs> no. But uh, yeah, and so then she goes and announces the tour. I mean, yeah. So it was definitely, I think this was definitely the work of the new management team that's in place. And I mean, I can't wait to see what's next. It'll be very interesting. Apparently she has one more album to deliver to Columbia before her deal is up, which is, I think why we have the big shakeup with the management team. Cause mm-hmm. she, she, she wants a new team to promote a career and bring her like bigger, more lucrative deals, which I can't even imagine. Beyonce already has the biggest deals out there. Yeah, what's bigger? What's she bigger? She wants to. She wants to be the 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 the, the black Bill Gates. Yeah, she's speaking the truth in this song. She's but not lying. She that's true. She's not lying. But I just feel like she's already there. I mean, she got Pepsi to give her that fifty million dollars, and she didn't even do anything. She didn't do a yeah. damn thing. She should have been well, out there yeah. refilling soda machines and giving free refills, like I always say. But she she didn't do that. She didn't put out she that album we're all waiting for. Um, she had her her fragrance line, right? Heat. Mm-hmm. Which did you yep. know that there are six versions of it, and that combined they're the world's best selling celebrity fragrance line. They've sold no. more than four hundred million worldwide. More than Britney Spears. Yep. I thought Britney, Britney Spears has like thirty thirty perfumes. Well, I can't keep up with all of Britney Spears' smell. Okay, but still, according to Wikipedia, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, she's had deals with American Express, H&M, Nintendo, that House of Darion. She's part owner of Tidal, which maybe she could reconsider with her new team. Um, but that's not enough. She wants more. Well, but you, damn it, they got me. Those Tidal people have finally reeled me in. Did you sign up to get this video to download I it? Sure, no, I didn't get the video, but I got the, I got the MP3. It's like, well, I can't go to iTunes. Got to go to Title. So right. this, I keep refreshing this, iTunes, hoping this is their turnkey opportunity. They were like, "This is where we get in. This is how we do it." Yeah. So they got me. Wow, hook, line, and sinker. At least, for, at least, for, well, they had me from the. Re- I got. I started with the Rihanna album, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna stay for another week, I guess. 
as week by week. They don't even give you a three month trial. What's that all about? Is it a ninety day thing? I don't know. Hmm. Just remind me. Also, remind me about my Amazon Prime ninety day yeah, trial. Forget it. That money's gone. It's all gone. It is all gone. So yeah. So now she's got a worldwide tour that she's launching. When are we going? What are we doing? You went to how many times have you seen her in concert? Zero. You've never Can seen you Beyonce. That, that doesn't make sense. I know it doesn't make sense because it, it doesn't make any sense. I I it, I think I'm I was just waiting for the right moment. I think it's now. Okay. I mean, I've seen all the concerts on DVD. Sure, that's why I feel like you've you've been because that that's was a right. holiday tradition. That was our Thanksgiving tradition was to watch a Beyonce concert film yeah, at home. They never disappointed. They never did. Never did. I saw her here so, here in L.A. last year. I think when she came through with uh the on the run tour. Yeah, that was a really that was a good that was a good show. That was that a good, good one. Show. I wish I had seen the Mrs. Carter tour instead mm-hmm. of the on the run. Um, but it was a good show. She's a, she's a like incomparable peerless performer. Yeah, I think I'm ready to see it now. I think that now that I have. My Gucci bodysuit ordered, and my Angela Davis beret. I'll be ready to sit front stage. I will need you to probably be there to provide uh, resuscitation. Okay, because I'll probably lose my mind. All right. Yep. And I'll drive the getaway car. You can hang out the side with your micro braids. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, I'll definitely get my micro braids done before the show yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. And we'll we'll pack some cheddar biscuits for the show. <laughs> please, please, and thank you. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, so um, that was a lot. That was a lot. I, I really don't have much to say other than talk about Beyonce today. But let's talk about something else too. So yeah. the Super Bowl happened. The Super Bowl uh, also happened. Big weekend, and this is kind of yeah. this is kind of nice. I feel like um, well, that one. I feel like one of the things that's hard about our podcast is that we usually record in like the wee hours of the snoozy part of the weekend, so we aren't usually in the position to catch things when they pop off. But this has been right, like but, a big weekend. But we got information. We, we got inspired. information for this one. Yeah, that's right. We were in the hallway with our lederhosen bodysuits and stomping on roaches. <laughs> that's right. We were in formation. This week we are doing a strategic. Media blitz like a la Beyonce, and we are right on with the new cycle. That's right. Um, yeah, so Super Bowl, Lady Super Gaga Bowl. opened the show. Lady Gaga, what did you think? I thought it, for the most part, it was restrained and it was well done. Yeah, the song. I thought she looked like Adrian Malouf. Well, that's 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 why I said the song. Okay. Now, well, her wardrobe. outfit. She looked like Liza Minnelli on her way to jazz court. <laughs> she was drinking and jazzing. Yeah. Is that why she was going? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That that choice was interesting. Well, I guess you know she's had she's had a pretty good couple of months where she is kind of. Establish, reestablish herself as uh, a legitimate and serious artist, mm-hmm. and she's kind of pulled back on a lot of the spectacle uh, uh, of you know the Lady Gaga persona, which I think has helped her. Right, because, I agree. you know, 
I think after a while and like with art pop and everything, people were just kind of done and over it. And it was kind of nice to see her peeled back and more natural. Um, but I have to say that like after watching the performance and seeing this kind of outfit in the situation, you can't, you can take the Lady Gaga and put her in, you know, put her at the Golden Globes, but you can't take the Lady Gaga out of the Gaga. Or you some also sort of metaphor. I don't know. can't I don't take know. the Lady Gaga out of the lace front. <laughs> you really can't. And that, okay, so let's go. And you know, the lace front situation was a little bit questionable. Yeah, it seems unnecessary. It she was, has hair under there. But you know what? She remember she is. Um, isn't uh, Vince of Tamar and Vince her manager? And so <laughs> she has like a de facto connection to You're a right. lace front connoisseur. That's and I right. think that's probably, she was like her, Tamar was like her, her lace front pusher. They got her hooked. You're right. And now she can't take them off. Now she needs a wig intervention. Yeah. I mean, you know, but hey, that, that, that platinum dye probably does a number on those roots. that's true on those follicles probably better to right. ruin a lace front than your own follicles that's true. yeah so she she just cornered her her situation and, and put one on as far her, as her actual performance i thought you're right it was good it was restrained it felt very loungy and kind of theatrical in a broadway sense entirely right. competent but boring so what else would you have wanted from uh, from this performance? There was no wow to it. Yeah. But like you know what? Wow. I think that, the, okay. the, the bar is always the Whitney Houston Super Bowl. Right. And no anthem. one's ever going to touch that. Jennifer Hudson's was pretty good. Again, no one's ever going <laughs> to touch Whitney Houston's <laughs> okay. rendition. And so, and especially, okay, so Lady Gaga is in a really kind of tricky position because if she goes extra with it then everyone's like oh here she goes again the only thing that she could have done was was done what she did i mean all i'm saying is she could have maybe pulled back on the outfit choice but again like i'll let her have her life yeah she's gotta be she's gotta be gaga on a scale of whitney houston to sierra singing the national anthem where where does lady gaga fall um, she for like out of five lace front wigs, mm-hmm. she would get like three and three quarter lace fronts. I like I like the three quarter star search yes. rules. Yes, yes. All right, I agree. Yeah. Um, so our our friend Louis Vertel tweeted just before she went on to sing that he was nervous because he was pretty sure that Lady Gaga thinks that Born This Way is the national anthem. And so I kind of <laughs> had my fingers crossed <laughs> that we were going to have some kind of remixed rendition. Oh, but it was very well, traditional. Like, yeah, it was. she didn't even like ah 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 to it. She didn't do any of that. Right, nothing. Mm-mm. No, she kept it, she kept it together. Good for her. Yeah. The next time we see her, I think she is at the Grammys, where I believe she's doing a tribute to David Bowie. That's on the 15th. So hopefully that'll be less conventional. uh, Unless this is like her new lane. She spent too much time touring with uh, Tony Bennett. Yeah. But the thing is, it seems like, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're putting her or she's placing herself in all these very like um, tempting 
situations where she could go full gaga over the top, right? Like right. she could have done the anthem and gone completely to the other side, but she didn't. And now with this David Bowie tribute, I mean, she could go on like a Ziggy Stardust overdose. You know what I mean? Like she could go completely and go out there, but we'll see how she does it. We'll, we'll see how she, what she actually does in the tribute. Yeah. I think it'll be, it'll definitely be more theatrical though. I can, I, I can, I can assure you that. Hmm. Well, I hope that it is. I hope that she goes all the way in the other direction because that uh, David Bowie is an opportunity to go big and she hasn't done that in a minute. Yeah. So let's see what she's got. Let's see what she's got. Uh, now, did you, did you watch any of the actual game? Does the Super Bowl matter to you? Did you know who was playing? Yes, I did. Uh, I did. I, I did watch a lot of the game. Um, I was rooting for the Panthers. So Black Panthers. That's right. I mean, listen, after the Angela Davis dancers came out, I was like, I'm rooting for the Panthers. Yeah, that's right. I agree. I mean, there was so much. I mean, damn it, Beyonce. There was so much synergy in all of this. She was like, okay, there are Black Panthers there, Angela Davis. And also, I'm going to wear an outfit that references Michael Jackson's Super Bowl performance. Did you notice that? Yes, I did. Of I course mean, I did. So, yeah, I had to go had back like and the, rewatch the Michael Jackson one. The gold that what, 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 I don't the gold bullet sash that yeah. crossed yeah. The, the body. She wore that too. I was like, oh my gosh, wow. Um, but yeah, I watched some of the game and the Panthers lost. So The, Panther, the Panthers lost. Um, some quick Super Bowl facts that I didn't realize that may be interesting to me, somebody listening. I don't mm-hmm. know who. I can't imagine our audience is very... <laughs> interested in the Super Bowl. But Peyton Manning is the oldest starting quarterback in NFL history. Did you know At that? At 38 years old. Yeah. Okay. So you are an expert. Um, no, I just saw that during the game. I'm not, I'm not an expert by any means. But yeah, I was surprised by that fact too. Okay. Uh, Cam Newton would have been the third African-American quarterback to win the Super Bowl. Uh, the other two black quarterbacks were Russell Wilson and Doug Wilson. Doug Williams, both of them beat the Broncos. So it would have been cool if he'd won. It would have been this like weird trifecta. But um, Manning is now the first quarterback in NFL history to win a Super Bowl with two different teams. Um, beside, oh, he was uh, Colts before and Broncos now. Well, you know, I I thought it, I, I'm I'm happy for I'm of course I'm sad for Cam Newton, but it was great to see him playing, and I hope that he doesn't get a lot of crap tomorrow in the press and they're gonna be like you know what it was those damn versace pants you were wearing the other day <laughs> you thought you were cute yeah. with your little biker jacket and those checkerboard yellow marmalade pants <laughs> but they showed you that's what you get all that brio that's what you get. right uh, well he's 26 he'll be back he'll be fine yeah he will be back and he'll be okay keep keep rocking those those fashions he he should wear a gucci bodysuit yeah he should do he should wear a gucci bodysuit suit and keep on dabbing that's right any other factoids of the super bowl we should know about uh no that seems like plenty yeah that was enough yeah that's this that's not our show yeah that's that this ain't espn this ain't the zone Mm -hmm. no it's not the zone you this is no Mm -mm. Mm -mm. um did i watch any of the commercials yeah i watched a couple of them um i wasn't I didn't really find, I didn't get a lot of belly laughs out of them. Although that first Doritos commercial with the baby, I was a little bit like, uh, <laughs> taken aback by. Which one was that? 
the that um, was the one the ultrasound the, the, the ultrasound yeah. Doritos commercial. I was like, they really went there with that. Yeah, that was weird. It was a little bit strange. Um, what was your favorite commercial? Uh, there are a couple of them stood out to me. The Jeff Goldblum singing the Jeffersons theme song, I think, is my favorite. Oh, he my was gosh. singing Can Moving you... On Up while being crane lifted to the top of a sky rise. Did you see it? Let's hear him. Wow, looks like we're, uh, we're moving on up. Moving on up. To the east side. To a deluxe apartment in the sky. We're moving on up. To the east side. We're finally getting up real high. It's actually pretty good. Do people use Apartments.com? I, yeah, I was going to say, what is that even for? Apartments.com? I don't know. Yeah, I don't, like, but they, I feel like they've, they've, they've shown other Super Bowl commercials in previous years, but does anyone ever use that? I don't know. Anyway, I guess I'm going to take give, a poll. Give it a click. <laughs> right, you're looking for an apartment? Maybe. Check it out. Yeah, who knows? Um, but yeah, they're, they're, the commercials weren't that strong this year. The other one that yeah. kind of tickled me was the Steven Tyler Skittles commercial. Um, okay. Let's <laughs> check that one out. Well, no, we don't have to watch them all. Um, but those were the <laughs> yeah, only okay. two that... Yeah, we don't have to watch that. It's Steven Tyler looking like Bonnie Raitt. Uh, okay. It's a portrait made of Skittles of Steven Tyler that sings in this really high voice. And then it, by the end of it, it's just the lips. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, well they, you know, they, they, the listeners can watch it on their own time. Um, there were some celebrities in the audience, too. I saw Catherine Zeta-Jones. Uh, of course, Gaga was in the stands. Did you see her, like, getting her life? She was dancing in the stands. No, to the halftime show? It wasn't the halftime show. This was, this was just, like, a cut, like, you know, during, like, a timeout or something. Hmm. But uh, Taraji, your girl Taraji, Cookie Lyons was in the house. But uh, I'm not sure if you caught her on Twitter, but... Uh, she was a little bit confused about who the halftime performers were. Oh, no. What did she, <laughs> she say? Says, she says, yes. Hashtag Maroon 5 is life to me. Super Bowl 50. <laughs> Happy Tampa. So I mean, that got a just about twisted. sums it up. Yeah. Although, you know, that's funny that she said that because when I was watching Coldplay perform, I was like, you know what? I think Maroon 5 would have been a little bit livelier. And it would have been a little bit more amped. Yeah. But I will take the Coldplay because I imagine that the way that Beyonce kind of got worked into it was because, A, she and Chris Martin and Gwyneth Paltrow and Jay-Z are all like bosom buddies. Mm-hmm. B, she's on that Coldplay song. So maybe Room 5 can do it next year. Okay. Um, maybe Cookie was just being that so raven with it. And she was just predicting who predicting the future the next year. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Um, and didn't Raven Simone have a line of fragrances that smelled like cookies and desserts? <laughs> I think you're trying to be shady. <laughs> I'm just trying to draw a drag. connection. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Connect the dots. There are no dots. There, there are okay. no dots. All right. No. Hmm. I don't believe she had a fragrance. I'm going to go back and double check that. I think she did because she was sitting on top of half a billion about... dollar empire as well. But you know what? I think we need to do a little throwback today. And we need to we need to listen to Raven's first first song from her illustrious singing career. Do you remember that's what little girls are made of? Was that the one where she was rapping with Mr. Cooper? Um, was it that Mr. far back? 
or is it like Raven's? No, That's a Raven. Way, you have to go way back. Let me play this for you. Okay. Why wasn't she in school? Did she do that with Arrested Development? <laughs> it sounds like it, doesn't it? It sure does. Oh, man. That was just a little blast from the past for you. Yeah. If you haven't time. seen the video, the visuals gives you every 90s iconic pop star's life in it. So you should check Cross it out. Cross colors? There's Mary J. Blige. There's Madonna Vogue. There's... There's a little bit of everything in there. And yeah, it's great. Hmm. It's great. Where did our little where did our little raven go? Where did she go? Yeah. She went crazy. That's where she went. <laughs> and it was a short trip. Um, but speaking of a little bit of everything, mm-hmm. what did you think of the halftime show as a whole? How did you feel about Coldplay? Uh, as a whole, I mean, Coldplay kind of, I mean, they were like the headliners. But honestly... With Beyonce and Bruno Mars, they kind of felt like an afterthought to me. Yeah. There was just like, they were like the backup band. Um, And it was like, it was just really strange because they were like the, you know, they're like this British band. I don't know. I mean, I know they're really huge here in America, but they just didn't really make much sense in this at at the Super Bowl to me. Um, But I mean, I think Bruno Mars was awesome. He can dance. Yeah, and then, Bruno you know, Mars we've is great, that about little Jerry dancing. curl. Yeah, he, he sweat his perm out in this one. It, it must have been really humid in Santa Clara because he had a full curly do, rocking a curly do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I was like a, a Bruno Mars in his band. They put on a good show. Those kids don't ever miss a dance rehearsal. They always no. got their steps. They always pop tight. Yeah, and you know he, he he's doing a little homage to Run DMC with the gold chain and the mm-hmm. black, um, the black pleather suits. Yeah. Uh, I thought they were great, and they really stole the show. I, I mean, I guess that you know they must that the producers of the show must have thought we need to get a little bit more star power in here, and they must have called on the old Super Bowl halftime perform performer performance alumni. Yeah, and I thought that was a very good it's move. Like, didn't they just do it though? Not last year, but the year before. I mean, they just got done. They had just gotten off the stage, and now they're back on. Right. Which I'm not mad at because it was a really good show. I thought it was really well, well produced, and you know, I mean, aside from Coldplay, I mean, Coldplay was really good too. Yeah, Coldplay. And actually, watching them perform, I, I said to myself, "I'm like, I'd like to see them in concert. I think I put my lighters up to that one. Really, rock out. Yeah, I think I, I think I would. Hmm." I think in 2004, I'd have been with you. I really like those first couple Coldplay al- albums, but mm-hmm. since then, they're, I, I don't know. I don't I know like if I would go to that like, show. I, like I do like the new single. It is a little like disco-y. Well, you're not talking about the one Beyonce, but the one right before Beyonce. What's right. it called? Adventure of a Lifetime or something Let's like listen that. to it for the list for everybody out there if they haven't listened to it. All right, yeah, let's give it a spin. Diamonds, I feel my heart beating. I feel my heart beating. I 
Okay. So yeah, I like this because it's got like a little funky bass line. It's giving me a little yeah. bit of Daft Punk Pharrell. Right. And it's got claps on it. And I'm a sucker for claps on a track. That's right. Yeah. So I, I actually like their new stuff. I like their old stuff too. And I think they kind of be fun in concert. I, I definitely go and check them out in concert. Hmm. However, Super Bowl performance, I don't, you want to rock, you either want rock and roll or you want Beyonce. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of it. neither here nor there. They turned mm-hmm. the Levi Stadium into Punky's place for like 20 minutes with the Rainbow Children's Choir, and That's it right. just felt. And maybe that is in in line with the uh, like the character of the city of that region. They're very sort of like up with people and self actualized. Right. Yeah. Maybe that was it. Well, huh. nice try, guys. But uh, Beyonce. I, yeah, Beyonce was great, and I love that she yeah. was like, "Do you really expect me to share the stage with you guys? Because I'm, right, I'm going to need that. the yeah. whole well, field for what I'm doing." Yeah, she took the whole field over. Um, yeah, and I was, I found it kind of hard to believe that she was going to perform with them, and I thought that originally, before we got the big the 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 B bomb dropped on us this weekend, that she was just going to be singing the Coldplay song and then maybe doing. 7-Eleven or something, but right. she did that new single. She's like, I'm going to capitalize on on this moment and do my new shit so people can see it. Right. Um, so yeah, it was great. It was really good. Also, again, the video, uh, I, I know we're going like in 8 million different directions and maybe we can put this in the video part, but of course, <clears throat> the video, phenomenal was done by none other than Melina Matsokas, who does so many of her uh, of her videos course. in the past. Um, but she's just like a, she's a genius. She's really a genius. Um, and of course, she will be directing um, Issa Rae's uh, show on HBO, which I think it's just called Awkward, but yeah. it's um, based off of the YouTube series uh, Awkward Black Girl. So I'm really excited to see what she she uh, delivers. I'm excited uh, that for show. that too. In my heart, I feel like it's going to be a black version of Girls, which I'm not necessarily mad about. But in a post-formation world, oh, okay. I hope that's not the case. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you hope it's deeper than that. I hope it's deeper than that. I mean, it's got to be impactful. It's got to be impactful. Beyonce fired a shot. That's right. She's 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 called. She's she's rung the alarm. Yes. Part two. Yes. Yes. Part two. Um, um. Do I even need to ask? What's your favorite uh, halftime <laughs> show performance? Um. Well, okay. I think that as of recent i would say that i really enjoyed beyonce's uh, obviously but mm-hmm. i really loved i mean how can you not love diana ross's halftime performance oh that's right that was she gets really a, good and really loud she, she did like 60 songs she did 60 songs full sequence moment incredible yeah. she gets into the helicopter i mean you that that it was it was just beyond for me but um, yeah, I, I like that one. What about you? What what what, what do you think is your of favorite? Of course, I love the Michael Jackson one, where mm-hmm. he popped up and all those like on top of the screens all around the stadium, and then he popped up on the stage and stood there 
for like two or three minutes and didn't do anything. He just stood there. Yeah, they gave him all the time he wanted. Yeah, that was that was Michael Jackson at peak power. Um, oh yeah, I actually really liked the Janet one in two thousand four before Justin ruined her oh, career. Boy. Like before yeah. that moment, that was a great Super Bowl. Oh, that was incredible! Yeah. Um, well, it was interesting because well, I thought this was weird during this year's halftime performance that they kind of did like a retrospective, but I guess they did that because it's like the 50th Super Bowl. But during the performance, they had all these clips of all previous performers. Yeah, that like just happened. And I was like, why burn up all that airtime when we could have Beyonce do another song? <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> And, a, and it's been 50 years of Super Bowl, but the halftime show actually didn't start to get interesting until the 90s. Like an interesting mm-hmm. halftime show before 1991 was always just a marching band. I think a few years in a row it was actually up with people. It used to always be like a prayer service. Oh. Or like Carol Channing doing a, a, a thing. Like in 1991, New Kids on the Block did it. And I think and then in 2001, uh, MTV produced it. And then it turned into this big TRL thing. But when New Kids on the Block did it in 1991, it turned in more from like this up from this up with people thing to like a big entertainment concert. Event. Right. But when did Diana Ross do it? She did it in like 1990. She did it after Michael Jackson because he was 93. Mm-hmm. She did it in 94 or 95. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, so, that's yeah, a great addition his, to the to the sure to the is. to the game. Well, speaking of football and football players, I guess we should just get right into the most notorious football player of them all. Yeah, you know, I can <laughs> put a little Christmas spin on it. Will you? <laughs> the most notorious football player of all. Yeah, I guess we can devote a, a few minutes to American Crime Story. Sure, I guess we should just kind of touch on it because it has premiered last week. And, and I we will be watching it. it. That's right. And it delivered for me. I thought it was good. It delivered. Although I have to say it felt a little bit it felt really strange watching it. It felt a little bit creeped out by watching it in some Did you in, feel like it was moments. did it feel too soon for you too, even though it was twenty twenty five years ago? Yeah, I mean, I just think I feel really bad for, like, the families that they have to relive this again on TV, and I don't know. I don't know. I mean, while I... Especially the Goldmans. Yeah, it just feels... It still kind of feels in poor taste for me, and, like, I guess I'm trying to divorce myself from the idea that it's actually a real story and I'm like oh this is just another Ryan Murphy like American horror story you know what I mean like that's the only way that I've actually been able to force myself to or like convince myself to watch it Hmm. just thinking it's not that but then like when you step back and realize that this is something that really happened and went on and furthermore the actual coverage of the case in itself just felt like even bigger of a spectacle and more um uh just dramatic than even even than even this series actually portraying it to be. I just remember, you know, everyone like the entire cast of characters became like these like household names. It was really one of the first reality shows, if you really think about it. Yeah, it was. It was a complete circus, you know. Um, so yeah, watching this kind of feels, yeah. I, I guess in, in that sense, it, it just still feels a little bit 
awkward and weird because the the real life the real the real story was even seemed even more fantastic than than anything that this this show could actually portray yeah i think what is interesting though about it is that we sort of getting a behind the scenes look at at sort of like the connective parts that we missed out watching it through the news and in the media as we did when it mm-hmm. happened you you get to see marsha clark in court in her her public persona you don't we didn't really get to know what her personal life was and Mm -hmm. the thing we have to be careful about is that obviously this is a dramatization and not a documentary and it is a ryan murphy production so it's not perhaps won't have all of the like truthfulness that we might expect to knowing that it is a, a real story right right and, you know, I almost rang the alarm watching the first episode and looking at Sarah Paulson as Marsha Clark because I was like, that wig is a little too long. She had more of a cropped perm. But this 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 was actually Marsha before she went to trial. Apparently, she had a longer do because I, oh, the, the I saw the, the, the previews for the, the upcoming episodes and she does have a little bit of a cropped makeover. So Oh, I see. She takes it down. She doesn't want to look too glamorous in court. She wants people to take right. it seriously. She cuts it down, and it's more like a, a little TWA that she's rocking when no she gets must, to court. No fuss. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's interesting yeah. because yeah, I saw Sarah Paulson, and I had the same criticism. I was like, that. Yeah, is I was too, like, wait a minute, that's not right. Also, that it's is too right. soft. Marshall Clark's curl head was not crunch. tight enough. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I was very suspect about the uh, the hair continuity there, but uh, my. Fears were relieved watching watching the previews for the upcoming episodes. How do you feel about the other performances? Man, okay, so just in terms of performances, I thought that Courtney B. Vance, who's playing Johnny Cochran, really nailed it and is doing really an amazing good. job. Yeah. Um, I thought he was great. Um, I think that David Swimmer's actually... Well, See, I like him. Yeah, no, no, that's what I was going to say. I like him too. I was surprised that he's he's doing a pretty good Rob Rob Kardashian. Now I'm just happy to see David Schwimmer working again. Yeah, that's always great. Now Cuba Gooding, on the other hand, okay. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know if this is the right choice. Uh-huh. This yep. is not the right choice. Like just from a physical standpoint, like OJ Simpson was a huge guy. And Cuba's like a little Marie man. Yeah, he's little. But who else? Really How sense. do we recast him? Because this is a conversation we had before. So yeah, where do we go? Like, who would be better suited for the role? I mean, I assume that Ryan Murphy just really. What's interesting about like what I was saying before, there was like this huge sort of like cast of characters. I think that Ryan Murphy kind of wanted to reflect that same sort of like circus of performers by casting like these big name celebrities in these roles. Right. You know. Right. Um, I mean, like you have John Travolta. You've got Cuba Gooding Jr. John Travolta doing the most, by the way. And I mean, I didn't know that there was like a uh, lace front eyebrowologist on set. Yeah. But his Robert mm-hmm. Shapiro eyebrows are on fleek. Um, but um, yeah, so I think that, that that was maybe the motivation behind casting Cuba Gooding Jr. because he is an Oscar winning actor. Yeah. Um, and is a big name or was a big name or, well, you know, but he's um, too but little and his voice is too high and the faces he makes little... look more like Tracy Morgan. So yeah, he's got a just, scratchy, scratchy connecting. voice. I wanted to give him a haul the whole time. Um, yeah, I think that 
maybe um, who would have been better suited? I was saying that the the guy who plays Andre on Empire, I know you don't watch, would make okay. more sense physically. I can't remember that mm-hmm. actor's name. Um, but he's not a name. Okay, yeah, he's so, not I mean, a name. Like, we need like a big there. name. Michael Strahan. Hey. He, uh, well, <laughs> well, he was such a tour de force in Magic Mike X. Magic Mike X. You just want to see him in everything. That maybe, maybe, maybe he should have, you know, just put a flipper in the front too. Yeah. And give him a little uh, Afro mullet. I could actually see that. There would be maybe forehead continuity. They have similar <laughs> forehead profiles. Right. Yeah. I think that that might have actually worked. I don't think Michael Strahan would have taken the role because he's like Mr. Daytime, like Good Morning America. Because he is OJ. He's OJ pre-murder. Yeah, he's like this, well, everything that was like really good and light and sunny about OJ before OJ became OJ, right? Mm-hmm. So I when think OJ that maybe, was Sunny D. I'm sure that even if he was offered that role, he probably promptly turned it down. Yeah. And I think, and that's the thing, I think a lot of, a lot of actors probably weren't interested in portraying this role because it's again, it's like such a like it's such a loaded, um, a loaded issue and situation that I think that a lot of people would just are, are hesitant to kind of you know step into those shoes. Sure, sure. And you know, um, so yeah, that would be my pick for for recasting, but I don't know, hmm. um, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Cuba just didn't really do it for me. What about John Travolta? John Travolta, do you think he should be recast? Because I think he's doing great. No, I think he's doing a fantastic job. He's also an executive producer on the show. Is he? I didn't, that, he is. that's good to know. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. Again, I never know what that means. Like when like a star is an executive producer, they just, they're just... It means he's, he's providing his own wigs. He's doing his own hair and makeup. Well, I was, yeah, he's like a, a wig consultant for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Um, and again, of course, Sarah Paulson, I think that she always does a phenomenal job. I still haven't forgiven her for throwing that bottle at Lupita Nyongo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, Never. Yeah. But she's, Never do, forget. she's doing a great job. Never here. forget. Do we have anything light to talk about? That's, that, that's some heavy stuff that we're chasing. Yeah, no. Um, Missy Elliott also put out a new song. That's a light yeah, thing. So but I don't really want to talk about it because it's not good. <laughs> It's not good. I'm like, oh, why did she do that? Yeah. Oh, I think we should just keep that under wraps. <laughs> um, just yeah, we can't talk about Missy Elliott. Oh, she tried though. Yeah, I'm worried about what's happening with her. She needs to get in formation. <laughs> You've been listening to this dummy with David Clark and Jacob Jeffrey. As always, be sure to follow us on SoundCloud, subscribe and rate us on iTunes, and if you feel like you need to talk, hit us up on Facebook or on Twitter at This Dummy Tweets. We'll see you next week. Yeah.